0: DM us on Instagram and we will post and read it
1: on air. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Laura. We're back. Hi Ashley. How are you? I'm good, girl. Our first show of 2022. How you feeling? How you living? We made
0: it! We crossed over to this new year. I'm super excited and blessed.
1: Yes, yes. And we couldn't come back with just a regular show, I guess. We had to be ambitious, right? We had to do another in-conversation interview to kick us off.
0: And it's real, real, real special.
1: Exactly. (laughs) We are joined by fellow Daytonian and WSU alum the talented Renika Williams who displays her acting talents in season one of the sex lives of college girls so Delora guys let's listen in so excited hey Renika how are you
2: Hi. hi I'm good how are the two of you good good phenomenal
0: thank you
1: so much for being here I'm just
0: I'm thank so you. excited
1: absolutely you <laughs> thank are you, for our, you are our third in conversation guest So I feel like Delora and I are getting the hang of this just a little bit you know
2: hey. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, that's amazing this is incredible
1: Well, congratulations on your appearance as Willow in season one of Sex Lives of College Girls currently available on HBO Max. Laura and I just finished it. We loved it. Love, love, love,
0: love, 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 loved it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, and your I character
0: shines yes shines.
1: she does in everything oh, and really. I
0: remember the first time seeing you that's how you stuck right when um that locker scene I was like "Ooh, who's this okay and then I'm so glad we got more throughout the season so loved it yes
1: yeah. thank you the hand yeah. stuff scene almost took me out I'm gonna be honest the hand stuff scene Girl. <laughs>
0: You ain't lying, because I was done. I was so done.
2: <laughs> no, honestly, that was my favorite scene for the whole season, for sure. It was it was my last day at Warner Brothers. Um, but we—that's a long story. We shot in New York for all the outside stuff. Um, but that okay. was a great last day at Warner Brothers Studios, because you know, with the wonderful
0: Sherry Shepard. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, she's Phenomenal. incredible.
2: She called me funny. Um, and I'm like, I think I can go to heaven now. I I to
1: heaven. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into it just a little bit. So we've been asking each of our guests as we get going to walk us through the highlights of your journey thus far. So for you, from your studies at Wright State University, go Raiders,
2: to yeah.
1: uh, obviously appearing as Willow in Sex, Lies, and College Girls.
2: Honestly, the highlights of my journey thus far haven't been like the biggest moments. They've mm-hmm. been the moments I think where I've learned what I don't want. Mm. I think there's been the moments where I've learned how to say no. Um, mm. I always had, I always struggled with like speaking up for myself growing up. I was like really quiet and I didn't want to upset anybody. But I think at Cincinnati Playhouse in the park, I did an internship there for 10 months. I really learned the kind of rooms I didn't want to work in. Like, I learned, Mm. like, oh, if I were ever to be a director, I'm not sure I would do it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, learning the kind of artists that I wanted to work with. I think moving to New York City, um, right after my internship, I booked a show at the National Black Theater, which was an amazing experience to work with a Black artistic director, a Black production Mm -hmm. designer, a Black director, an all-Black cast. Like, it was a huge moment for me. And I learned, like, wow, we can tell our stories Mm -hmm. by ourselves. (laughs) We can own the building. And it's these moments that, like, you know, everybody brings up, like, my first official off Broadway play, which is *All the Natalie Portman, which was incredible. I got to work with T.A. Johnson. and She's a good friend of mine. But it's those smaller moments for me that are like okay I I just did my first web series with Juilliard students and I freaked out but it's okay why did I freak out you know it's like <laughs> <"Yeah."> <laughs> these moments that like are not highlighted you know like recently I did something and someone was like when William's first job sex lives with college girls I was like that is not my first job yeah no, exactly you're on valley and yeah, yeah. I just think, I just think, like, we often hear the narrative, like, overnight star, and I just don't, I think it's offensive, because, like, I've been doing theater since I was 12, at Cyber School for the Arts, I, like, professionally been working since I was 20 at Victoria Theatre Association, you know what I'm saying, and it's just, like, no, I don't like when people miss those types of things, because those are the things that got me to this moment. Yeah, we just
1: had that conversation, actually, about the fact that it seems like a lot of people will see something on social media or once it becomes, you know, a big moment, um, you know, Mm -hmm. press wise, what have you, and think, oh, this person shot to fame. There's so much work, Mm -hmm. to your point, that goes Mm -hmm. on and so many years of preparation that you can reach now, obviously, mainstream success. So that's exciting, though. All of it is
2: exciting. Yeah, it really is. Honestly, I wonder if I'm still shocked. Like, I wonder if I'm <laughs> still in shock. Because I'm like, yeah, it is. And I always imagined I would do, like, cartwheels. But I'm in therapy. Always in therapy. Everybody's in therapy. Absolutely. Um, Girl, I just started, so I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. Now, listen, honestly, I feel like I started a long time ago. I started last year. But um, <laughs> no better time than the present. Exactly. We've had a lot going on, Renita. We've had a lot. So. A lot. Listen, all of us have, and I just think it's important to have somebody to talk to. Um, And I did tell her about a friend who told me that she didn't think that I was excited. I was like, what? I'm excited. This is exciting. And she was like, you don't seem excited. And my therapist was like, or you've just been working really hard for this moment, and now it's here, and you're like, thank you. This is what I've been preparing for. And I'd rather take that, because that's how I feel. Oh, I love that. Giving yourself credit for all
0: the hard work you've done through the years, right? And Mm -hmm. yeah. So you've already highlighted this already so far in our conversation, but could you elaborate more about your time in the fine arts growing up?
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I went to a school called Salem Christian Academy in elementary school, and I was in second grade. And my brother was in the forest and we were like auditioning for like the Christmas program. And they gave my brother Regis a line in the program and they didn't give me one. And that's when I was like, Mm-mm, this is not okay. <laughs> like I would say this so much better than him. And from that moment on, I was like, you know, I'm kind of like, how can I do this for fun? Yes. So every year they started doing more programs and I, I got into them after that. I was cast and I really enjoyed it. Like I said, I was like really quiet, but something about being on stage, like I felt like I finally had the attention of everyone and they would listen to me. Then in the sixth grade, I auditioned for Cyber School City Arts, which was incredible. I didn't even know the school existed until one of my teachers told me. And that's when I started to do like real productions, like of plays and not like something someone wrote about jesus who i love but still, actual <laughs> yeah, <life. amen. laughs> um and from there i did not stay at stivers uh for other reasons but i stayed in the arts and i think it actually pushed me to realize that uh there are so many other opportunities in the city there are like art camps at the schuster center in downtown dayton i got to do love like, the schuster uh, center <laughs> right it was a really great experience. Like they would bring in artists from New York and we would take classes with them. And I got to uh, take classes at the Victoria Theater and the Human Race Theater. And then I had audition to Wright State and a few other schools and I got in. And that's when everything like really shifted. It was like, okay, how do I, how are you grading me? That was my biggest question. I'm like, you know, straight A student. And it was just a, a weird learning curve when they're like, no, 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 you're going to be an artist. And I'm like, okay, but how do I get an A? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. Like,
2: why are you concerned about that? Like, um, yeah, right State was rigorous for four years. I didn't get to be like a normal student. You know, some people only had classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays and they got to party and stuff. And I was in class starting at 8 30 a.m in jazz or ballet and then my last class of the day was like at four and that was a modern casting class and then if you were in a show you were rehearsing from six to ten sometimes eleven depending on how close you are to the you know performance state and that was my four years it was a lot it was a lot but i think school is important for any artist i mean there are a lot of actors out here who don't go to school and i mm-hmm. respect mm-hmm. what they do and they you know they do other training programs and classes of that nature. But I think that's where you learn the tools that you want in your toolbox. And it doesn't mean that you have to use every single tool, but it's nice to be like, okay, I have this toolbox from Ready State. Now I'm at Cincinnati Playoffs in the park. And now I see why they put that in there. Let me use that. You know, I, I lost my voice for the first time at Cincinnati Playoffs. I did six productions with them and I lost my voice. And I was like, why am I losing my voice? oh, I'm not using it properly. Let me go back to the things that I learned at Wright State. Mm. And it, so it wasn't until like after wow. I graduated that I was like, okay, this is how I take care of myself. Because we went from doing like 10 performances at Right State per play to doing 65 performances at Cincinnati Playoffs in the Park. Okay, this is what it takes to be a professional actor. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, that's amazing.
1: One of the things that I just heard, and I'm going to put it out there, support the arts and support right State's arts program because <laughs> you know as an alum first of all I know how phenomenal you guys were we just talked off mic about Wright State's arts gala that you guys put on every year to kind of help with that with scholarships all of that and the students every year just blew me away I mean there's a basically a demonstration from everybody from acting to musicians to singing mm-hmm. to just like a talent showcase almost so yeah. um, we def- I definitely saw the hard work once I got a chance to see you guys live and performing but but interesting that you think the training is important. I think that's awesome to hear from somebody who studies the arts. Cause to your point, there are a lot of actors who seem like, you know, they kind of just get straight into it versus going through the training, yeah. but your body so is an instrument.
0: Social, do things on social yeah. media yeah. and then yeah. just, you know, but get your body is an yeah. instrument,
1: right? So you have to know how to take care of it so that you can have yeah. longevity in the industry. Right.
2: Absolutely. So. I mean, I listen, I respect these Kids. Yeah, I do call them kids because I feel old. Like I don't have a TikTok. <laughs> oh no, you're I not old. That makes us old.
0: You're not old. <laughs> they can
2: get they can get on this TikTok or whatever and they can make a funny scene and like go viral and all these things. But the question is, do you know how to do it again? Yes. Do you know how to do it for 30 takes while people are watching. You know what I'm saying? It's just and for
1: 30 years, Renika, because I'm assuming you're in this for the long haul, baby. I'm trying to be a
2: strong Sicily Tyson. Like that's there we what go I like I'm so really yes. to the to the, the last day doing something. So, yeah, it's about it's exactly what you said, like longevity. Do you know how to take care of your instrument? And that's what I learned. Mm.
0: So, congratulations on season 2. Thank <laughs> you. So, so exciting. <laughs> um for the first season when you got that call Especially for a Mindy Kaling HBO project. How was it? Can you explain to us exactly what happened that day? Because yeah. I just want to know the tea.
2: <laughs> do you want to know that day or do you want to know leading up to it? All Is of it, like whatever whole... you want to talk about, we're here. Absolutely. Okay. So I don't tell many people the whole story, but we're here and we're sharing the tea. So <laughs> I, I um, had just gotten a new manager in um, August 2020. I was with an agency that did their best, but it wasn't the right fit. It wasn't, you know, they were really great in theater, but I really wanted to focus on TV and film. And mm-hmm. uh, my manager, the very first audition she got me was actually for the Sex fires of College Girls. Oh, wow. And, uh, it, was, wow. It, was for, it was for a different character. Mm-hmm. And I read for it. They pinned me for four weeks. I had never been pinned before, but they, like, put you on hold, like, and say, like, we're in don't move. Like, no, that's good, like,
1: that's a good that's a good fact cuz I've never heard of that being pinned mm, before. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, they basically they call it pinning because if you're in the casting office, I've heard that they literally will pin your headshot on a bulletin board and like pair you with people, other people. Um, so I was pinned and uh but I didn't get that role and I was like that was a funny script. Okay. Like and I just move on. Mm-hmm. That's I addition the next audition was in late February 2021. It was my 100th and 11th audition with that manager, which was way more than I ever had in wow. my entire life. From August 2020 to February. That's a lot. twenty one. Yeah, I've had like I was auditioning like I had like three to five auditions a week mm. for to that time, and it was. I mean, I went from having one audition a month to, to that. So like. My Mm -hmm. quarantine was, like, very busy.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: Did you, did you, have you gotten used to
1: the rejection side? Just, you know, not to interrupt you, but have you gotten used to that yet? Yeah. Okay. No,
2: yeah, there was a, there was a turning point um, in December 2020 where I got really close. It was down between me and another girl for a show. And um, I cried for, like, three days.
0: Hmm. And
2: I was like, I can't do this. Like, this is not sustainable. Mm-hmm. I, this is not a healthy relationship to me basing my happiness on whether somebody gives me something yeah and I was yeah. like I need to yes. learn how to do it do my best work be myself and do then you, can control, right? yeah, you can control yeah. and
0: then like, right what you can control right I did and my best I just
2: throw it out. yeah it was just like I just can't get attached in that way like of course great roles come along but it's like <laughs> uh-uh, I can't I just have to think Mm-hmm. in the moment do the work and then I have to throw it out because I was like I can't be crying for three days like yeah. I literally can't I can't be crying for three days so it's such a part of the process right be. right right and I had never experienced it before uh because all oh, glory to God like I've always worked on stage like I've always like there's never hasn't been a time where I haven't had a job in theater yeah. so 2020 was really hard for me mm. um to just be like no 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 I'm like you know, this is weird, you know. Uh, but then February came around, and I got the script again for the Sex Lives of College Girls. And I was like, I remember this. This is funny. It's a new character. All right. I called my cousin, because sometimes she would, like, read with me. And she was just like, sure. We did it one time. I was like, I think that was funny. Let's send that. And she was like, Monika, you usually do it, like, three or four times. Come on, let's do it again. I was like, I think that was funny so i'm going to send it i sent it to my manager she sends it off and uh we didn't hear anything for a whole week like she was like reaching out like following up and no one responded which is really weird like usually they're like we're still reviewing like whatever and no one said anything and i was like well that's dead like it's fine on the seventh day we got a call that said uh, hey, we would like Renika to come to callbacks. It's going to be on Zoom because we're in the land of COVID. I was like, oh, thank you, God. Like my first like callback for a series regular. Um, and on I the seventh day, things. Renika,
1: that's biblical. On I was thinking that, that too. I was
2: thinking that too. It's actually crazy. It's crazy. I did the callback, the game was seen did the callback. And I was like, oh, okay. So, like three hours later, they called again. And they're like, we would like Renika to do a chemistry test which is with you know they try to see your chemistry with the other people that they cast yeah. so i was like oh thank you god this is my first chemistry test yes. so i got to read with um Aaliyah chanel scott who plays whitney, whitney and i thought it was so, so good like... <laughs> she's so great i love her we read together it only took like 10 minutes and in 30 minutes they called and they offered me the job and they said can you we would like to fly you to la tomorrow and i was like Okay, so nobody Tomorrow. told me. I was like, wait, 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 no one told me why is why is the turnaround so like fast? Yes, Un- unfortunately, um they were doing re- they were recasting, um, and uh, I hope whoever it is is well. Um, but yes, I was recast, and they got me there really quickly. I quarantined for like three days and uh then I got to work so I didn't have time to freak out I think if I would have had the four (laughs) months that everyone else had you know like Mm -hmm. even though I'm like if I would have had that four months I would have got this whole body together but because (laughs) I had a day it's whatever (laughs) but you looked amazing you looked amazing. amazing No, sorry. I we don't want to talk about the issues because I do. I don't know. I feel like everybody has that thing where it's like, ooh, I don't like looking at myself. Do but, you play um, soccer
0: for real? I'm curious.
2: <laughs> no, child no. I ain't never pushed no soccer ball ever. <laughs> until, and that's why I was really worried. I was like, wait, I play soccer. Like, am I required to know how to play? And they were like, No, no, no. It's not a soccer show. Right play soccer on it so we care more about if you're a good actor and if you're funny and I was like oh, okay and then um I worked with a trainer for two months which it was really hard honestly like to be 28 and learning how to play soccer because I grew up doing other things like dancing and plays I was a fine arts basketball. kid too I I, yeah. I danced I did um color guard in the marching
0: band <laughs> no 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 no, no. I was in a
2: marching band too
0: yes that's where okay. you got your
2: cardio you know yes, uh, yes. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying like I'm used to being a majorette like this is not yes. okay what yes. um but no I trained with him the first session I definitely cried mm. I definitely cried it was like because oh he's trying to teach me all these tricks I was like wait I don't need to learn tricks I need to learn how to dribble so I was like, no no he said you're better than you think I said I'm not um, <laughs> I need the foundation. I need the basics. And then yeah. he kept going, No, 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 you're better. And Aaliyah goes, She said, <laughs> she said she wants the basics. I said, I like her. I do. I like her. Yes.
1: <laughs> what I love about that is I feel like I always hear about different actors doing these very rigorous trainings or diets and all this stuff, but we never get like the firsthand experience of like, how tough that actually is it just seems like oh yeah I had a trainer for five months I learned jiu-jitsu like baby you learned jujitsu. jitsu right. like right. what are we saying how exactly. difficult was that really so I appreciate that
2: <laughs> no it was very hard honestly it was probably the most challenging part of playing Willow was the trying lineup. to learn how to play soccer and we were doing it in the middle by the way like I was filming and training. So it wasn't like I yeah. got to plane and then I filmed. We were doing it at the same time. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> well,
1: again, speaking of Willow, loved her and her friendship with Whitney throughout season one. And you kind of talked about the soccer prep, but was there any other preparation you had to do to kind of get into character? And then what are your hopes for Willow in season two?
2: You know, it definitely concerned me that I didn't feel like I had to do any other prep for Willow. I was like, "Why is this? Why is this so easy for me?" Like, I definitely worked from the outside in with Willow. I like thought about, okay, if she's been an athlete all her life and she's more of what she would consider a tomboy, how would I walk? So I worked Mm -hmm. from the outside in. I started with the physicality. How would I sit first? And then I wanted to figure out where I wanted to place my voice as well because. Uh, I wanted to make sure she was different from the other girls just because that's what I wanted for Willow. I think Willow is bold. I think she's loud. I think she's funny. And I want to make sure that like when she's talking, like she's like, even my yes. facial expressions, you know, like she, she knows that she's big. She's a big person and she doesn't mind being a big person. Oh yeah, so I, I started that. from the outside in when it came to Willow, but I- the writers are amazing. They made it easy. They yeah. made it, they made everything easy.
0: The writing was so good. I wanted to ask you really quick, talking about your competitor at Netflix, Bridgerton. One of the things that Reggae Jean Page said was, when he prepared the Duke, uh, he had a pair of shoes. Like, did you have like some type of token to help you get into Willow, into character as Willow?
2: Honestly, I have to give that to the costume department because Mm -hmm. as soon as I put on my tracksuit. I was saying differently because I and I mm. but I did ask them because they were like putting me in like size medium which is what I wear but I was like actually can we go bigger I mm-hmm. want Willow to have baggier clothes that would help me that was like as soon as I put it on I put those large pants on and I even asked them one time can I have some cute like Aaliyah type like of wreath not Aaliyah my friend no Aaliyah oh. the, artist. Yeah. the yeah. artist yeah yeah so we can like <laughs> see it like that instantly helped me become willow and then like the day will be over and i would go put on my skinny jeans and my crop top and feel like myself you know it's just like it was all about the clothes for me it was a big yeah. thing
1: well i love that it sounds like it was a collaborative environment and they kind of gave you the oh, latitude yeah, to kind of make yeah. those decisions so again they any did. hopes any hopes for willow uh, willow's character in season two anything you're hoping to get into we haven't gotten into mm-hmm. willow's sex life just yet
2: hmm no we haven't girlfriend I'm like, we will see everybody thought everyone told me it's like is it's gonna get with Whitney and I'm like no we're like best friends yeah yeah like, I didn't see friend? that
0: but I thought maybe another teammate possibly I don't
2: know I don't know I have no idea what they're gonna do but I definitely hope that for season two we can go home with Lola, like go to her mm. dorm like yeah. and figure out like what's her major and what she's interested in I think it was cool to definitely support all things Whitney, but I would love for like Willow to have her own conflict next season, and then see how they merge with her friends, basically, yeah. and, and just to be, to meet more of the other girls, like you know, the roommate, more of the other people, yeah, just, yeah, just to and around keep the soccer team
1: girls, everybody, yeah, mm-hmm.
2: for sure, yeah, yeah. I you know, put me in, Coach. I'm willing to do that. <laughs> <laughs> as
1: you I imagine I have like multiple images of who Willow may be dating like I don't think Willow's gonna be dating some straight lace chick I think Willow's gonna have Mm-mm. a very interesting love life and maybe even maybe even be interested in not being with just one woman because I could see that for Willow Ooh, as well
2: I li- yeah that that's Juicy. hilarious that's really funny right yeah no I but whatever it is it will be funny whatever they do oh it will I be. love this.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and and that's why I asked about the Mindy uh Kaylee like Ashley and I follow all of her projects so we we love her work yeah so Ashley and I both moved away from our hometowns to pursue our careers and it's been worth it um mm-hmm. when did you know it was time for you to move and was that a difficult decision
2: yeah I think most of my classmates moved to New York City City immediately after graduating in May 2015 mm. I knew I wasn't ready I just didn't feel ready and that made me really sad it made me feel like I was behind um but I ended up getting into the internship at Cincinnati Playhouse like I said I spent a year there and then after that I knew it was time like I was itching to go like yeah. I was, by yeah. the time it was over I was ready I sold my car and um, luckily my cousin got a job at the barclays center which is cool so we were like we can move together and um oh that's wonderful really great yeah we lived together for three years it was nice to be with family but i knew like it was it was just time i felt like there was a cat in the cincinnati market for what i wanted to do Mm -hmm. i think cincinnati has a great theater scene and i was love and respect all the artists there and all the theaters Are some of my favorite theaters in the country, but I knew that if I wanted to do Off Broadway, do Broadway, be on TV, I had to go.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: And it was hard because I'm definitely like a family person, you know, I I miss being around my family, but I do not regret the decision at all.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. So, how was that transition moving to New York from the Midwest?
2: Oh, God, I hated it. I hated it. I bet. I was like, this place is so dirty, like, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's busy. It's dirty, yeah. it's loud. My first, yeah. like, two months here, I, I met someone, I told her I worked at the National Theater, Black Theater, excuse me, and um we became really close, and I told her I wasn't sleeping at night. Like, it's really loud. Like, I can't settle down. It's just horns and sirens and people yelling and all these things, and she was like, you need to read before bed, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, sometimes I read, like, spiritual books, blah, blah, blah. She's like, no, 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 no. You need to read fiction before bed to just take your mind off of where you are and all the work Ooh. that you're trying to do and just go somewhere else. And she introduced me to Octavia E. Butler, yes! who is now my favorite. And, um, <laughs> yes, I read everything. I love everything. the parable of the sower. Yep. And um, it really helps me relax. It was hard. Like I mean like seeing that wait, you were summer. able to sleep
0: after reading the parable
2: of I summer. was because I feel like <laughs> uh, my whole day was filled with like work that I needed to do in this new yeah. life and it took me into like an imaginative place.
1: Yeah. So yeah, it's so like, how like reality
2: more. these days. That's well, I was gonna I'm say saying. it's
1: almost like it's taking <laughs> you and going ahead and putting you into a dream state, right? Like an imaginary. Mm-hmm place -hmm. versus what do I have to do tomorrow and what is on my checklist and all those things that keep your mind busy
2: absolutely yeah I definitely my the transition was really hard I don't think I started really liking New York until 2020 Mm -hmm. when it got
1: when it got dead and everybody was in their houses I mean
2: I like I babysat that was my side hustle and so I would get to see the city not last year from 2016 till then, like my main source of income other than theater was babysitting. And I was always pushing around these children all over the city. And so it felt like I knew the city, but I wasn't experiencing it. I didn't have time. I didn't yeah. have time for I can understand work. that. Yeah, it's a so luxury, stuff, right? That, a
0: privilege to.
2: It's yeah. such a privilege to actually have time. Like I know people who got to move here and their parents paid their rent for six months, like their first mm. six months. I didn't have that. Mm. And I Renica, thought, I these white
1: people? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are the Ashley. Whites. I'm just asking. <laughs> Listen, we keep it real on the pod. We had to talk to Teresa because we our, sure do. So, Renika, our first interview we did with my old freshman college roommate from Rice State, Teresa, and we talked about that fact and disparity of economic resources, where a lot of you know more upper class white kids have the ability to move out to LA, take on yeah. those jobs, get into the industry. I
2: mean that that's a fact. So no, it's true. And like this is a very ex- Industry, exactly, and it's crazy because yes. we make some like sometimes we make the least amount of money, especially on stage. Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. So yes. It's just like, and mm-hmm. they they require, they expect you to stay in class, they expect you to have a new headsets, they expect you to have a web a website. All these things cost money, mm-hmm. right? and Absolutely. So to have parents, and I love my very sports parents, yeah. but they can't afford my rent higher than their mortgage. Girl. So, Girl, yes, you live hard. in one I, of the most expensive cities in the, in world. the world. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so these kids got to come here for six months off their parents' dime. So they're like, Oh, I got to do this and I got to do that. And I had to hustle, which I appreciate because it made me who I am. It builds character but, exactly. But 2020 was the biggest theater job off Broadway job that I got that I did not have to babysit for that first two months three months before the world, world shut down. So I was like really experiencing the city in a different way. Like I get to wake up and go do something I love versus um, go push around a the white truck. What is that project? All the Natalie Portmans by C.A. Johnson. It was oh, at MCC yes. Theater. No, it was really fun. I got to work with some really great artists and it was really cool to just feel like I was an artist living in York city and I didn't have to do anything that I didn't want to do. And then the world sat down, and then <laughs> I went into hiding, but then after a few months, I was like, wait a second, I'm about to just start walking. I found new parks, I found new sites, Ooh. I found new restaurants that started to open back up, and I was like, I really like this place. Like, I got to, I had lived in Harlem, but I didn't know Harlem. Yeah. Until last year. so much culture. Now, yeah, now I don't want to leave, and now it's really weird, like, That I have the opportunity to live in LA and I don't want to. I really don't. I really don't like LA that much. But maybe that will change. I'm gonna have to come back and experience weather. The weather in LA is the weather
1: for sure. But I'm gonna have to come back and experience work through your eyes, Rodika, because to your point, even still when I visited, I was just there in October. And was in stayed in Brooklyn, visited Harlem, visited Soho, all these places. I, I don't have that love, but I think it always helps to have somebody who lives there and gives you like that local experience to really yeah. appreciate a city. Because I'm yeah, over the touristy about, stuff. I'm not
2: trying to go to Times no, Square. No, you know I. Oh my <laughs> god! When people are like taking me to Times Square, I'm like that is not. That is not where you should go. No, it's true. Like, it's really true. Like, you have to get the local experience. And my boyfriend, he's always been great about that. Like, we've been here for the same amount of time. But he always found, like, hole in the walls. Like, mom and pop places. And I'm like, wow, this is authentic Dominican food. Or, you know, it's just like, wow, we go to these places downtown. And thinking, like, because it comes up on a website that says the best restaurant, Midtown, it's not. It's It's not. not.
0: They can pay for it on the website or on google search
2: <laughs> and we right. we have some
1: different tastes anyways in terms of what's good food and what's not so we do
2: <laughs> for
1: sure but renika what's next for you you just wrapped this show what's going on
2: what's next is right now what's next is taking care of myself i think for the five years i've been here i've just been on the go and i'm really enjoying this time to pour back into myself so important yes to take care of my physical health and Mm -hmm. my mental health and my spiritual health things that i feel like when you're trying to get a job you kind of go out the window sometimes so i'm trying to just focus on right now i'm trying to move um, when i get a new apartment which i'm excited about and just continue to experience life i feel like for a lot of my 20s, I'm like, oh, I can't go on vacation because what if someone offers me a job? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't plan this trip home because, like, there's a chance that I might book this play. Like, I'm actually sick of living like that. Yep. Yeah. I don't want to live like that. I'm like, uh, next week, you know, it's just like, yeah. I'm glad because I put it off for so long. I'm not doing that anymore. So, my what's next is right now, which is learning how to be present and live in the present moment.
1: Oh, I beautiful. love that. I love yes. that so much. Again, we talked at the top of you know our discussion about longevity and how will you have that if you're not able to take care of yourself and make sure that you are in this space when you do have these amazing opportunities coming your way. Yes,
0: mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. setting that intention is so important. Yeah, right. I need to.
2: It listen because once we get started on season two, it's back and on the grind. So it's like do what you can right now.
1: Mm-hmm. And we are we're
2: getting that expansive
1: role for willow for season two we wow, are we put that into the area period,
2: po,
0: period. I, need
2: to, I would like to be exhausted i would love there to, we go yeah you know. yes <laughs> there
0: we go. so what do you want our audience to know about you and your work i just want them to
2: see i want them to see the little black girl that didn't always feel pretty mm. who grew up to know that's not true or it's the little girl that didn't always feel hurt, and who is now speaking loudly, I want them to see that I'm just like them, you know i sometimes I feel like this new moment makes people not see you as human, mm. and I want people to always know that I'm human and I start from a human place i I grew up watching t v and like relating to certain characters who I felt like were actually experienced life i've experienced a lot of life Mm -hmm. i lost my best friend three years ago you know Mm -hmm. my mother was sick for most of my life growing up thank you it's like i go through the things that you go through and i think that's what i want people to always know that just because there's light that shines inside of you that light comes from a place that may have been dark at some point you know Mm -hmm. and that's what i want people to know
1: that was powerful
2: gotta let that sit little watery
0: here
1: (laughs) man
2: yeah it's been a rough few years but you know what god is good, and we're here now amen amen
1: the last question that i really have for you is speaking of kind of those little black girls and the next generation what advice do you have for others hoping to get into acting and into the industry yeah
2: man i mean you have to stick at it You really have to stick at it. It can take a really long time. I have a friend who I'm so proud of. She's been in the industry for almost 20 years and she's booked her first series regularly. And the fact that she didn't give up, I'm like, wow, that's a really long time. Yeah. I think it's important to go to school. I know it sounds cheesy, but you have to get training. You have to be a trained actor if you want longevity. And also like create your own stuff. That is something I wish somebody would have told me.
1: Absolutely, I think I did yes. not
2: take advantage of creating my own content of writing my own script I could have done it myself while I was waiting for somebody to give me a yes mm-hmm. and so while you're waiting you train and you write and you create on your own but you also have to stick in it though because it's really hard out here I like it's really hard it's so many people trying to be in entertainment it really mm-hmm. is and the only way to shine through is just for yourself I think we spend a lot of time trying to be somebody else. Like, oh, I like them. I want to be like them. No, actually, it's about you being like you. That's your superpower. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for this conversation in general. I love that. I feel like with each interview we're getting, it's just such great advice, such great experiences that are shared. And hopefully, you know, people get so much out of it. And Renita, we wish you all the things that you want.
2: All the things. In your
1: life, both personally and professionally. Absolutely. Um, Again, you were so amazing in season one, guys. Make sure you check out. The Sex Lives of College Girls on HBO Max. And check out our girl, Renika,
2: as Willow. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. This was such a fun time.
0: This is phenomenal. Thank you so much, Renika.
2: Thank you.
1: Girl, that last part about uh took you out, didn't it? You were in tears.
0: Oh, I'm a cancer. You know how we do. <laughs> but phenomenal phenomenal conversation with Renika thank you so much
1: oh I'm so excited for her career and a season two (laughs) absolutely I mean she gave answers that I personally was not ready for I love how relatable she is how down to earth she is
0: absolutely
1: guys that last part that's all I have to say, Radika. Keep doing your thing out here, girl. Again, we wish you nothing but the best.
0: Nothing but the best. And we're oh, gonna get look, this. You want? You got? We we're claiming it. It's ooh, all in the atmosphere. There
1: we go. And we are definitely gonna get this expansive role in season two that we keep talking about. So, guys, if you have not watched season one of The Sex Lives of College Girls on HBO Max, please turn on your television after you turn off this podcast
0: so good like we were giddy because we had finished the first season it's so good
1: and I sound so old watch it on your phone your tablet your laptop wherever I forget everybody (laughs) doesn't watch stuff I personally can't do
0: it I need I need a television okay only at night
1: only at night do I put stuff on my phone and my tablet but anyway guys (laughs) we will see you on thursday we'll have a brand new episode dropping with our usual headlines and hot topics and we'll see you then delora love you love you girl and girl we're gonna talk about the finale of being oh my god can't wait guys cannot (laughs) wait see you then